Welcome to the White Rose Resistance Hour with Stuart Howe. I'm your host, Stuart Howe, and today is Saturday, August 20th, and I'm glad you were able to join us. Thanks for hanging in there, making it through another week. I know it's not easy out there for a lot of people, but I've got a great guest lined up for you today. He is waiting in the green room, and before I bring him in, let me just check in because, uh, yeah, the world is uh, really, really going through a lot of changes right now, and it's really important for those of us, uh, and I know my RBN listeners are uh, much better educated, you know, much more aware, much better informed than most people. It's really important for us to speak up and speak out uh, in our daily lives and, and to live what we know, you know, to have that integrity, to have all parts of our life integrated. So I am very appreciative to have this platform and to have the very high level, high caliber of, of listenership that I have. So Welcome back. Uh, if you're listening live, if you're listening on a rebroadcast on one of the many of the ways that the show is streamed out, I appreciate you being here. And, you know, um, I'll tell you what, uh, us white males, uh, particularly uh, I'm a straight white male, that's really uh, being <laughs> targeted today. It's absolutely nuts. And so I thought I would bring on one of my favorite guys, um, Henrik of Red Ice TV, Red Ice Creations, um, and his uh, lovely co-host, Lana. I don't believe was able to make it on with us, but I think uh, Henrik is with us. Henrik, are you there in the green room, sir? Yes, sure am. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a little low, but I'll see if I can boost you a little. Yeah, thanks for coming on with us. Uh, the world has sort of gone mad. <laughs> what's, what's your take on what's going on out there in a nutshell, Henrik? Oh, geez. Um, yeah, for, first of all, thank you for having uh, me on, Stuart. I appreciate that. Yes, unfortunately, Lana couldn't be here. She is actually watching our uh, our two uh, two boys here uh, for, for the moment. No sitter right now, but I'm I'm happy to be here, and thank you for having me on. I mean, yes, it's uh, insane. I, th- I think, um, you know, we started talking about some of the kind of anti-white uh, things that we were seeing back in 2014, you know, on Red Ice and so forth. We did a lot of other topics. We covered conspiracy, even ufology. We did esoteric topics, natural natural health, all kinds of things, right? And then we started entering into, we, we saw these patterns of like, what's happening? Like they, they're, they're targeting uh, white people. It looks like, especially white males, as you said, right? That this is, it's open season. You can openly discriminate uh, against all the things that they supposedly told us about institutional, uh, you know, discrimination. And uh, you can't single out people based on race and things like that. All these legal things were kind of en- entering into place to prevent all of this. But all of a sudden, over the last 10 years, I'd say that what we began talking about back then had become crystal clear today. And I think uh, unless you are kind of on the far left and really agree with that anti-white agenda, I think uh, most people can now see that coming into view. We got a lot of crap, so to speak, when we started talking about that, because it was still very, even people in the conspiracy field that didn't really want to, maybe they didn't see it, or, or it was still kind of politically incorrect to a certain extent. People thought this was outrageous to talk about these things, but uh, hey, I think we've been vindicated. Uh, we're almost at, uh, to, you know, come 2024, we've been talking about these types of talk- topics for about 10 years, and with all the latest stuff that's happening, I, I don't know how you can't see it, Stuart. It's just, it's all over the place. I don't even know where to begin to be honest it's just it's perpetual ubiquitous it's every day there's something new and something crazy uh where there's just an open assault and attack i mean let's just look at the 
weaponization of the uh, executive agencies in the United States, the Department of Justice, the Department of Homeland Security, obviously the FBI, but now even the IRS. And these are agencies and the heads of these agencies are openly now talking essentially about criminalizing an entire class. Basically, they're going after the Republican Party. They say it's all white supremacy, white nationalism. They're equating it to domestic terrorism. And it's kind of open season, really, if you ask me, on anybody that don't agree with them and their globalist uh, policies. Well, absolutely. That's it, isn't it? I mean, uh, I think the first thing that's important to acknowledge is that there is an agenda you know, coming down through the World Economic Forum, coming down to, uh, you know, consolidate power in the hands of the few, or call it collectivism, call it communism, uh, you know, high-tech overlay of neo-feudalism. It's important to, you know, just accept that there is an agenda, and the opposition to that agenda, the people that love liberty and freedom, the biggest threat to these people rolling out to the agenda uh, may be people that have historically been sort of movers and shakers, which have been, uh, you know, the male energy, uh, white males, European males, probably they feel pose a large threat to them, uh, as do some other groups, we're not the only one. So they've really uh, gone, you know, uh, loaded both barrels, uh, and they're, <laughs> they're firing at us with things like critical race theory, which makes, uh, you know, the white man the devil, basically. Uh, I wasn't around for slavery, and I certainly don't condone it. But, uh, you know, all these things have been leveled at us in order to kind of quell any direct opposition to this agenda. It looks to me like just uh, a kind of a, a, a particularly virulent uh, aspect of the divide and conquer that they're rolling out all over. They're dividing people all over so that, that people don't start looking up the totem pole uh, at these criminal uh, pedophiles at the top of the heap. Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, they have weaponized... Uh, immigration, right? That's basically what they've done. They opened the borders uh, all over the West. They've opened the borders, and now they've weaponized the incoming groups against, uh, basically against, whether we're talking about in Europe, then it's the native European population. In America, it's the white population. And they're really seeking to kind of, I guess, clash these groups against, you know, whites, essentially. And as you say, in that process, uh, we lose sight of who's at the top of that pyramid and who's really doing this uh, to us, right? And, and so it's a very, it's very clever and it's very smart. Uh, but at the same time, if you're being attacked, what, what you have to, I know a lot of people have a hard time with this, especially conservatives sometimes, but, um, you know, if you being, if you're having a collective fighting against you, uh, at some point you don't have an option and a choice. You're not going to be able to beat this as an individual. You might believe in individual liberty, and these are obviously very, uh, you know, th these are very unique Western ideals and, and uh, traits, I'd say. But right now we're being attacked on by a collective, and it's it, we're being, you know, they're weaponizing it against us. And I think the only course of action is basically to uh, to understand that we need to work together, get together, and uh, and pu push back. I ideally, we'd be targeting the, the top of the pyramid right away. I'm not sure we can right now uh, at the same time, but I think that it would be great if all these other groups could understand that they're being used as pawns. Take take my country, Sweden, for example, where they're opening, borders, uh, opening the borders to um, huge amounts of Muslims and uh, Northern Africans and things like this. And... Um, it's basically like a civil war in Sweden right now. I mean, that it's it's a it's low key. It's kind of uh, you know, it's not every day, but I saw an article today: record number of uh, murders in Sweden, forty three so far this year. It's more than it was uh, totally last year. So we're having year after year breaking these records, and it's large segment are these immigrant populations are basically being weaponized against the Swedish people. And in my view, the only way we can survive that is to go, to go come together as Swedes and begin organizing for ourselves, stand up for ourselves, start taking our own side. At the end of the day, it doesn't mean you have to hate anybody or be violent against anybody, but we have to start defending ourselves and standing up for each other. Uh, otherwise, we're not going to make th make through, you know, be able to pull this off, essentially, Stuart. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And, you know, you and I have both uh, had the opportunity to travel around the world a fair amount, and uh, I have a great appreciation for other cultures. There are some wonderful cultures out there, and I fully support their right to uh, be proud of their heritage, to keep their cultures alive, whether they're Pacific Islanders or, uh, you know, wh whoever they are. I mean, the fact that we have so many different beautiful cultures around the world, it should be celebrated, but they are using uh, different cultures to battle against each other and to, to water down 
you know, national identity, I think, is a big one. They're doing that in Europe to a large degree, and they've been doing that here for quite a while with our southern borders being wide open. And, you know, I just would, uh, I would put out there that if we really respect different cultures, we should help them be strong and independent on their own. And, you know, if they want to, uh, you know, commingle with other cultures, you know, wonderful. But, you know, let's have respect for each other's cultures and let's not be played. Uh, you just hit on a very good point that we're being played. Each culture is being played. And strong people are very reluctant to admit that they've been played. In fact, uh, there's a, you know, a saying that it's, it's easier to con somebody than it is to get them to admit that they've been conned. But I think if we love our world, we love our children, we love our countries, we love uh, you know the principles of being good, decent people, we'll come to point where we're strong enough to admit, hey, I was wrong. Um, you know, I'm being asked to hate another group. I'm My group is being played against another group to keep these criminals at the top of the pyramid power structure, uh, you know, safe from, from being, uh, you know, having the ire turned against them. So I think that's something that, that maybe we're starting to see enough evidence that other people are starting to see enough evidence that, you know, their culture is being played, uh, you know, in a big way, I think you know, the black culture, uh, you know, the rap music has weaponized and gangsterized that culture to a large degree, and they really did a great job in the 60s with COINTELPRO of diffusing what could have been a really big, peaceful revolution towards a better country from the very cohesive black communities. But boy, they, uh, you know, they went in there with the FBI and they completely messed that all up, and, and they opened our southern borders, and uh, yeah, they're bringing in, you know, large amounts of uh, immigrants into Europe. So uh, hopefully all of us as different cultures, hopefully the Hispanic people can recognize they're being played, the black people that they're being played, the Muslim people that, you know, they're all being played to fight against, you know, opposed, supposedly opposing groups. Uh, all the while, these criminal cartels and pedophiles at the top of the pyramid structure are gaining more power and, uh, you know, we're becoming more and more enslaved. So I, I yes. think they're overplaying their hand right now. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you. I think they're overplaying vastly. I think they're uh, you know underestimating exactly what they're They're poking the bear, and they're doing it in the most <laughs> yeah. way possible, right? So, But, I mean, if what's happening to us right now was happening to any other group, they're based, I, I, I sincerely believe this, there would have been calls for, like, military intervention, you know? I mean, it's like if, if whites would have, for example, poured into an area – of any other in Asia or in Africa, maybe South America, something like that, and kind of, well, you know, you, you take over certain aspects of the of the culture, of the society, you become uh, dominant in certain areas. There, there basically would have been an outrage in the international press and media around the world. And in fact, I remember a story just from a couple of weeks ago where they were complaining on white hipsters that were going to... Um, uh, I think it was was it New Mexico or no no not New Mexico sorry it was uh, it was one of the kind of somewhat close to the border I forget which town it was in Mexico it was actually in Mexico but anyway they, they were pouring in there and there was a, a, few, <laughs> a few articles written about how dif how difficult it was with all these white people that are coming in and they were driving up the prices and they were cleaning up the streets and it became very you know too orderly and too <laughs> nice essentially. <laughs> Get it a little bit, but it was ba that was basically what they were arguing in the in the article about. Like, wait a minute, we are asked to to share our countries, and we have to back down to diverse so-called diversity and multiculturalism and things like that. But as soon as uh, whites does the same, then that all of a sudden that then it's a problem, right? Um, I mean, basically, we as white people are are the only group that can't defend ourselves and stand up for ourselves. Our, our ability to or to organize is basically being criminalized now. Um, and, and again, it's happening through these executive agencies, as I mentioned, and basically just conservatives, regular GOP, MAGA people. They're basically viewed as d domestic terrorists now because they don't bow down to the globalist, uh, you know, far left agenda, essentially. Uh, but even w within CRT that you brought up before, which is a good point, too, there's only one race in CRT that's the that's the villain. <laughs> there's, there's no other race. Imagine <laughs> that. <laughs> a critical race theory. It's all it's all anti-white, and that's what it is. At the end of the day, it's a, it, for now. And look, it might move on to. Let's assume that they pull off what they want to pull off. We're talking about the global elite right now. They're, they're, I think they're seeing white people, uh, Western kind, Europeans, call them what you want. Uh, particularly pesky. That they, they, they um, they're they're less maybe prone to kind of uh, submit to certain things. They're more. Um, 
maybe more lib- as you said libertarian oriented they 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 want individuality there's there's some traits there that doesn't really parse well with this neo feudal technocratic globalist system that they're building for us and i truly think that they see us as an obstacle in that uh plan but if they Let's assume that they manage to pull that off and, and get rid of us to a large extent, either through uh, you know, immigration alone or, or propagandizing us into not having children anymore, which is part of the green agenda, which is another arm to this beast. Um, if they pull that off, I think that they would turn on the next group right? that, that is problematic in this. And it, wh- wh- what group that would be, well, I wouldn't know, maybe Asians or something. I don't know. You know they're like too, too efficient, too industrialized or, or like too industrious or something. I'm, I'm not sure. But um, the reality is that um, whites have contributed uh, disproportionately uh, to the inventions and the discoveries uh, here. And, and the fact is that when white people do well, uh, most of the other people and nations and races on this planet uh, do well as well, <laughs> you know, and, and I think that that's very hard for other groups to kind of recognize. And I don't want to meddle. I don't want to say, oh, I'm special, but I just want to say, hey, we, we've done as all groups have done some mistakes, obviously, but uh, we've been almost number one to correct them. And uh, number two, we we've contributed immensely to it. And I think if Europe does well and the West does well, uh, than the rest of the world as well. But these uh, these global elites, they have a different plan for us. <laughs> <laughs> they have a different plan. Different future <laughs> they, they want for us. Yeah, and us, us uppity, uppity uh, rugged individualist white folk don't figure into that plan because we're a thorn in their side, you and I. And uh, I'm proud of that. I think there's a lot of us out there that um, just aren't going to, you know, aren't going to take to this subservience, uh, you know, to anything. And uh, so I, I think they're on the way out. It's just going to be a long process of getting rid of them. But, you know, you brought up a really good point, and we've only got a couple of minutes before we go to break here. We'll pick it up more on the other side. We'll hear the music come up. Uh, you might hear it before me. I'm actually uh, doing a live remote here from the top of Schweitzer Mountain. But, you know, we haven't done things perfectly, and I think it's really important to look at that. Uh, you know, we have uh, been a supremacist uh, to a degree, when we came over here and we really broke a lot of treaties with the Native Americans, we really should have uh, embraced some of their, uh, you know, heightened respect for nature. Uh, there are some things, you know, the way we treated the Pacific Islanders, perhaps. Uh, but you know what? Also things that are overlooked are things like, you know, we were instrumental in abolishing slavery. It wasn't really the slaves that did it. It was a lot of white folks who said enough is enough. And we developed free states. Uh, I lived for a time in Kansas, which was one of the first free states, and was battling back and forth with Missouri. And from time to time, Reagan parties would come over from Missouri and kill as many good white folks in in Kansas as they could because the, the Kansas was standing up as a free state. And, uh, you know, there are things like Jefferson saying there's nothing um, more clearly written in the Book of Fate. He was talking about uh, the black slaves. Nothing more clearly written in the Book of Fate is that these people are to be free. And so they had to prioritize things. They had to first get rid of, this is all represented in their writings back and forth, their letters I've poured over and read quite a bit. Uh, They needed to get rid of the uh, divine right of kings and monarchy and hereditary title first. That was their first struggle, and then they went to work on abolishing slavery. Uh, It wasn't invented by us white Americans. It was brought over here and then abolished by us. Uh, you know, largely by us. So, you know, it really needs to be pointed out that what we're dealing with here are principles and good people versus bad people, and all these other divides are false. Uh, I'll stand shoulder to shoulder uh, proudly with uh, anybody from any religion, any culture that wants to get rid of these uh, pedophile criminals (laughs) and uh, that will not bow down and be injected with whatever they want to inject us with, you know. So uh, I think, you know, taking a good, sensible look at this is important. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we did not do anything that no other group have done or would have done if they were able to pull it off. <laughs> you know, it's like even you brought up the Native Americans. And of course, if you go back in history, anybody, every everyone alive today came from somewhere. And to a certain extent, that was predicated on the domination of another group in one way or another. Uh, and that's just a fact. How, how far back do you want to go? You know, it's just like there's some great videos out there that kind of detail this of certain areas, be that in yeah, Mexico or even the U.S. Uh, how far back do you want to go? The the Shikwami owned this land, and but before then it was the uh, you know the the Shwintu or whatever you know. What I mean, there's the, the, like it's a yeah it's a, yeah 
exactly. of conquest and taking over an area or dominating or something like that. The point, uh, as well as you, uh, the point is, as you said, um, we we uh, abolished uh, you know some of these things. And the fact is, today they're just from a historical point of view, they're just using things like slavery or whatever as a sledgehammer against us and against Western civilization. There's actually exactly. It's still going on to this day. There's two examples right away I can think of. In Libya, I played a, a clip on our show just a few days ago where they are trading black slaves in Libya to this day. Deutsche Welt, DW, was down there doing another report on it. CNN was doing one back last year in 2021. They're selling them. If, if they were so concerned with slavery, they would fight that and say that's the biggest problem. No, but you see the narrative in the media is – White people are the biggest problem. They did slavery 100-plus years ago. In some cases, even exaggerations. They're exaggerating what we supposedly did, right? But things that are happening today, ongoing, eh, not the big deal, really. They, they look the other way for that. It, same thing with uh, sex trafficking. You know, you brought up the, the pedophile networks and all that kind of stuff. I think I can think of what, uh, Israel has, has a, a huge sex trafficking problem. They basically have sex slavery coming in, prim primarily from, like, Eastern Europe. A lot of women from there. Uh, and that's still something they look the other way for. In fact, I saw another clip today of how one of the guys uh, had molested uh, children in the U.S. and he actually fled to Israel and he got free passage there. These are things that if Euro white Europeans did these things or it was institutionalized within any of our nations in this way, there would have been international outrage about this and calls for this to be uh, this practice to be disbanded and, and quit and stuff like that. But due to the fact that we live in such an anti-white uh, world now, essentially, a lot of the things that we supposedly, uh, you know, are bad people for doing, as I said, 100 plus years ago, uh, they don't really mind if it's going on to this. Day. So it's not really about the item in and of itself. It's about how can we twist this and use it against uh, Western kind in order to get them to submit to our agenda, to get them to obey, to get them to feel shame and bow down and do what we tell them to do. That's what it's about. Yeah, and to get them angry and to focus that anger on a particular group, and right now it's us. So, um, you know, it really is starting to look pretty ridiculous, and only the most ignorant people are still going along with this. Unfortunately, there are still a lot of really ignorant people. I, I'm so glad that I live where I live, you know, where we are up here in North Idaho, it is primarily a very, very sensible, you know, decent, uh, you know, good-natured, good-hearted uh, people populating this area. And so, um, you know, I take great, you know, pride in, in being part of a wonderful community. Uh, it's just, it's, it's so sensible. It, it just, I can't see how people are, are willing to bow down and be played and be, uh, completely without the ability to think critically and look at how they're being led, you know, led by the nose. But they just, they just, a lot of them are. I guess we need to accept that a lot of people are going to stay subservient and, uh, you know, craft a remedy uh, without them. They're not, they're oh, not yeah. seen, they don't seem to want to wake up. No, we can't save everybody. We shouldn't take that weight upon our, of the world and the problems on our shoulders. We should do what we can in the, our immediate surrounding family friends do what you can you can you can never force someone through that door you can show them the door but and you can <laughs> tell them why you think they should go through it but at the end of the day uh, it's up to them them to do it and also there's a lot of people that think if i just keep my head down and and, and bow and go along with yeah. it or whatever I was watching some videos today, but, you know, BlackRock, of course, one of the biggest uh, investment and, um, uh, you know, hold, uh, holding companies in the world together with Vanguard. They've been pushing things like uh, ESGs, the Environment Social Governance, this new kind of World Economic Forum type of basically it's like a social credit score for corporations. And they want to rope in a bunch of other so-called capitalist corporations into this. Uh, to basically get them to be subservient to this global agenda. Part of it is about environment. But other things is also the social aspects. It's about the kind of the anti-white agenda weaved into that. But uh, Vanguard was doing ha – have some footage leaked out from uh, – I saw that today here uh, – from internal uh, diversity, inclusion, and uh, equity uh, training that they're having, right? They're bringing in these people from the outside to, to educate all the different managers at Vanguard of how bad they are for being white <laughs> and how to bow down. Oh, and and I was thinking, like, if, if this had – this has nothing to do with like capitalism or making money and stuff like that. If this, if that's what it was about at this point, they would have had courses of, on how to be a ruthless capitalist and you know all about the bottom line and stuff. But no, they have turned into these um, social justice warrior engines now. You have some of the biggest financial corporations in the world 
uh, that are basically like you know using its its uh, power essentially, right? That that they hold um, to turn it into a far left anti white political machine that's now working against uh, you know us in the West and and Europeans overall. It's just crazy seeing this because you think it's like oh these are just uh, you know it's about the bottom line and capitalism and things like that. But no, here they are talking about how great the Vanguard Pride events are and how much they've learned from from people that are not white and how important that is. <laughs> things it's it's just bizarre uh, looking at this stuff. Yeah, it absolutely is. Well, you know, it's great that we do have uh, places where people can go and get some sensible commentary and some sensible information. Uh, in addition to Red Eyes TV and Red Eyes Creations, where do you where do you like to go? Where would you suggest people go to kind of get uh, good information, to get a good uh, sense of what's going on without being led around by Drudge Report or CNN or any of that nonsense? I actually go, I like Telegram a lot, the app. That's uh, I find myself uh, coming back to that time and time again. Twitter is uh, as bad as it is and as skewed it is. It's still a good source for for us who, you know, do news and commentary and try to keep up with what's happening. But uh, no, Telegram has actually become one of my favorites, and it's it, it's there, it, this is it, there's so many different channels on there and uh, group chats and stuff like that. But there's independent creators there, but there's some bigger major outlets as well. It's just a good app. It does have some problems with with censorship. But uh, it's a very it's 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 so it's not perfect, but it's uh, very good compared to some of the other mainstream, you know, the the Facebooks and uh, the Twitters and what else is there out there? The, the, I guess that's the major ones, YouTube as well. Uh, but no, Telegram's really good, and I, I just find myself going to different uh, channels regularly, uh, not doing the same thing over and over, but uh, whatever comes up on my radar and people. And channels share posts from other smaller channels or bigger channels and stuff like that. So that's actually where I get my uh, primary news right now. I don't even like have a specific website I go to. It's all it's all Telegram and uh, Twitter actually. Awesome. Yeah, I found BitChute as uh, some pretty good stuff. In fact, that's where I've been uh, accessing your content is on BitChute. Oh, BitChute is good. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. That's like, as a video platform, BitChute is good. Odyssey is good. Even Rumble is good. Uh, but like where I get my news, some of that from BitChute, I guess, and, and some of these other alternatives. But uh, no, Telegram is, is number one, uh, at least for now in, in my book. We'll see what happens. <laughs> okay, awesome. Well, we uh, we didn't have our normally scheduled breaks, which is nice. I'm sure we'll We'll hear the music come up at some point, but uh, what's going on with Red Ice? I mean, I love the way you guys have evolved. The production values are really high. I'll let people know where they can go, uh, you know, to see Red Ice content other than BitChute. And, uh, yeah, because I'd love for, for you guys to have more traffic. Well, awesome. Thank you. Yeah, Red Eyes Top TV is really the best place. It's our uh, public website. We have a members portion as well, redeyesmembers.com. We do a little extra there for our uh, members, also subscribers. But uh, yeah, I mean, you can, beyond <laughs> YouTube, actually, we do have a small YouTube channel on the side too, but we get strikes there like, regularly, so it's just hard to keep up with. But no, Odyssey is a really I good platform. That they they live stream unlike BitChute. Uh, that, I wish BitChute would do live streams, but there's so many other options now. But no, Odyssey, uh, BitChute, Rumble. We're on VK. We're on Gab TV. People can even watch our streams and stuff on Twitter. Actually, we live stream there and stuff. So we we've kind of after we got our YouTube censored back in 2019, and we had what do we have like 330,000 subscribers uh, on the YouTube channel yeah. and. Yeah, axed that they took that away from us and then they, about a month later they killed our facebook page after some whiny journalist at the guardian wrote a complaint <laughs> it should be allowed to be on facebook so they removed us but oh after that, yeah oh yeah uh we, we've kind of done as much as we can to really just spread out on as many platforms as possible not to so, so not to put you know all your eggs in one basket uh, YouTube was kind of a little bit like that, uh, so we kind of learned our mistake from that. But uh, no, it's continued to grow. We have a, a core group of uh, diehard supporters. We reach new people in different ways all the time. People share it on social media. People do word of mouth. You know, things always go around online and stuff like that. So it's uh, we're considering all the censorship, all the bannings, um, all the insane. Going strong to try to shut it down. You know, it's like we're still here. <laughs> Excellent. We'll unpack that a little bit more on the other side of the break. Stay with us. We'll be right back, everybody, with part two of the White Rose Resistance Hour. Stuart House. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news. Real talk. 
real people. Because you can handle the truth. Hello, I'm Dr. Leonard Horowitz. I was right 30 years ago in warning the world about threatening lab virus outbreaks, AIDS, and Ebola. I was right 20 years ago when FBI Director Robert Mueller made me a suspect in the anthrax mailings because I warned the Bureau before the CIA's biocrime and Cipro sales psyops happened. I was right about COVID-19 being an AIDS-laced mutagen plan to resurge this fall to excuse officials' profitable depopulation globalization agendas. And I was right about the only safeguards being antioxidants and holy spiritual sustenance. Vitamin C, D, zinc, chlorophyll, oxygen, and oxysilver especially transmits the frequency resonance to neutralize the expanded function bioweapon. Oxysilver is a double superconductor of the healing power of love. It is the first nutraceutical invented to amplify prayer power and the faithful loving intention of your heart. Buy, try, and stockpile oxysilver through HealthyWorldStore.com. Did you know that essential oils have had a multitude of natural health and skin uses in history? but have been somewhat forgotten by a recent civilization? Susanna's Secret offers 100% pure and natural oils at prices you can actually afford. Do you have a house or office with a musty smell or mold? Studies have shown that essential oils like the one in our Thief and Robbers blend will kill or inhibit mold, viruses, bacteria, and fungus. Just diffuse with it and you will see the long-lasting effects that even synthetic chemicals don't achieve. Purifica! Another one of our products used to clean and freshen your house or give a natural scent when drying laundry. For that special lady, we offer a ginger argan oil in a beautiful cosmetic bottle or a pure argan oil, a natural acne-fighting product. Check us out at SusannaSecret.com. That's S-U-S-A-N-A-S Secret.com. S-U-S-A-N-A-S Secret.com. One step closer to free college. I'm Peter Serafine with today's Liberty Minute. The Department of Education announced another $3.9 billion in student loan cancellation yesterday. That brings Biden's student loan cancellation total to $32 billion in less than two years. Let's be honest, though. It's not loan forgiveness or debt cancellation. It is handouts of tax money to a privileged few. I never took a single college credit. I own my house and three cars, and I've never been unemployed. I have paid taxes to the federal government for 35 years. It is my money that was loaned out. Now it is my money Biden says doesn't have to be paid back. I didn't sign the loan paperwork. I didn't get the benefits of education. I shouldn't have to pay for it. This is the worst face slap to the working class that I've ever seen. Find more news and commentary at liberty-lighthouse.com Until tomorrow, Sivas Pashem Parabellum. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. We're heading into uh, another long segment here. And this is going to be part two here of the White Rose Resistance Hour, show number 74 already. And our guest today is Henrik from Red Ice Creations and Red Ice TV. Uh, His work can be found on BitChute and Rumble and Odyssey. Uh, He and Lana have great content. And before we went to break, we we were talking about the the ridiculous nonsense they're foisting upon everybody and demonizing uh, white folks. And, uh, you know, we're far from perfect, but, hey, we've done a lot of good, too, and this is totally weaponized. We were chatting about that a bit. You know, let's talk a little bit, Henrik, about just bringing some common sense to this narrative. That's what I love about your channel. You're not afraid to say, uh, you know, a sensible, uh, you know, honest uh, take on the situation is that, Hey, we are you know working hard and we're good people and uh, you know we're being attacked and assaulted and it's it's okay to be okay with being uh, white folks uh, just as we have you know, respect for people of integrity from other cultures uh, we have respect for those cultures we you know also have the right the divine right of self defense to stand up for our own culture and uh, you know that's the common sense factor seems to be getting lost a little bit don't you think? 
Uh, well, yeah, that's part of the <clears throat> part of the game plan, right? If you ever want to lead people around their noses, as you said before, you want them to be subservient to an agenda or to a certain uh, perspective. You can't have uh, common sense and uh, thinking for yourself on these kinds of things. That's why, you know, again, in the last uh, 10 years, we've seen this insane push towards compliance. You know, they supposedly these forces were the, um, you know, they were the... Uh, uh, anti-authoritarians, right? They were fighting back against tyranny and all these things. And oh boy, look at them now. They've turned into what they supposedly were fighting. I don't even think that was genuine to begin with, to be honest. But uh, even if we take their word for it, like, okay, these are liberal democratic forces. It's about open societies and things like this, right? That's how they used they used that against us uh, to kind of get a foot in through the door, really. But then after that point, as soon as it's like, human rights can be uh, attributed to white people too. Well, then maybe that's not a good idea. Same thing with free speech. Right? We need free speech. We need to be able to say whatever we want. We need to share our opinions. And I mean, this began back in the 60s, right, with the cultural um, uh, revolution, essentially, and uh, going back to cultural Marxism and the Frankfurt School and these kinds of things, the long march through the institutions uh, since the 60s and of 60s. And now, basically, uh, we th this view has come into full uh, full force uh, and now it's all about shutting down speech is about preventing free speech now if something is deemed to be uh, offensive or if uh, they the rulers hate the speech it's uh, dubbed hate speech so that they can censor it right i mean even the, the as far as the supreme court is concerned hate speech was like not a thing i think they've on two different occasions they've said uh, hate speech is uh, protected speech. They've said that, right? But that hasn't stopped them. And the difference now, too, is just, you know, people have this, well, it's private companies or, you know, YouTube can shut you down because they can do whatever they want and Facebook, th same thing. And even if you take um, take that into consideration, it's still hypocritical because these big tech companies are getting uh, major kickbacks from the government, they're getting subsidies, uh, they're getting corporate welfare and things like that. But now we're even seeing the uh, Biden regime and actually the U.S. government actively being involved in censorship, actively shutting people down. I even had, um, I learned this from someone who had uh, gotten a document somehow, I forget how they did it, but it was a, it was a tweet I, I made. And this person tweeted me and said, hey, hey here's a report from the CDC that shows that they have actively flagged certain tweets because they deem this to be misinformation. This is one, you know, the COVID thing was at, at its height kind of thing. And it, it, and it came out then that the CDC, it was a number of other people on there, but I was mentioned as one of them, where the CDC is going on Twitter and they are flagging tweets to try to get them shut down and censored, which is like now you have an arm of the government, an agency part of the U.S. government that's act actively trying to silence people just because they deem it to be misinformation. And that's just like reaching new heights. And we saw this too with the Biden regime when they put a crosshairs on, I think it was 10 uh, medical doctors. It was like Mercola, like and a number of other people, uh, uh, Aaron uh, Health Nut News, I forget who the other war were, but they were saying these are dangerous individuals. Uh, they should be censored yeah. on all the major platforms out there because if their if their narrative goes off and if if, the, if their words sp uh, spread, if they can get their voices heard, uh, maybe people won't go uh, take the COVID jab and obey us. Basically, so we're, it's a, my point is why I'm bringing this up is it's a completely different ball game now. All the things that we were used to and things that we were told only five ten years ago. Uh, about our societies, about our liberal democracies, have gone out the window over the last two, three years, uh, and now we're living in a full-fledged, uh, you know, authoritarian, far-left, globalist dictatorship, essentially. And um, I just think they're overplaying their hand, as you said before. I think they're going, they're pushing too hard and too fast. And uh, not th to throw in too many things at once here, but feel free to pick any of these apart here. But uh, after the Mar-a-Lago raid down in Florida as well on, on Trump's residence uh, where the FBI was going on a fishing expedition and try to find anything they could. Uh, you've actually seen a lot of people are just like they're sick and tired and fed up with this uh, BS, basically. Uh, and I think we're seeing the beginning of a, uh, of, of a, of a pushback, essentially, uh, against these tyrannical forces, uh, Stuart. Yeah, I agree, Henrik. I'm glad you brought us here. That's where I was going to remedy and pushback. I think now uh, we're going to start to see a sea change. I think we are seeing people, uh, you know, becoming outraged because they're being attacked. People that thought they were moderate, <laughs> they thought they weren't really taken aside. All of a sudden they're seeing that 
you know, just saying something sensible, uh, you know, they're being targeted for pointing out that a woman is a woman uh, and a man is a man. And I think that's one of the areas, uh, you know, although it's not uh, race-related, it's gender-related, but it's a great example of the same principle that they are now, you know, trying to take away, uh, you know, anything, uh, any kind of anchor point, any kind of true north, uh, you know, as far as uh, race or gender, you know, this whole deal with, uh, you know, women competing in men's sports, and now women uh, are just any person who declares they're a woman. I think that is, I mean, I'm a man, Henrik, and I find that to be hugely insulting, and I want to defend women in that women are a special, special entity in that they can bear children. They have a, a nurturing capability far beyond most men, and I find it a big offensive affront to womanhood that they would, you know, uh, infringe upon what a woman is. That they would say that, you know, any idiot who can't handle being a man and decides he wants to wear a dress can now say he's a woman and be treated as a woman. And that I find that usually offensive to women. Yeah, the, I mean, this is a war on not just basic fundamental biology, but it's a war on reality itself, right? So, so that. Again, we will lose our bearings so that we don't even know what's up, what's down, what's black, what's white. There's no, it's just all a big gray zone. And in that, you can be essentially manipulated and led around. And and, and tomorrow will be something else, right? It'll be a war on something yeah. else. A, so, no, you can't say this now or, 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 you know, all men are this or that or men doesn't even exist anymore. It's, it's, it's to keep us confused, right? And it, because it's part of that. Ultimately, it's a you know for now it's a trans agenda or it's an anti-white agenda. But at the end of the day, we're talking about the erosion of all the the things that do differentiate us, the things that do put us in different categories, and that's a good thing. <laughs> Everything in nature operates this way. There is you know borders, there's barriers, there's separation, there is uh, you know this these uh, animals live over here, these over there. The, the, there's a place for everything, right? And that they want to take away. Uh, in their uh, quest for trans transhumanism, ultimately, it's a synthetic, artificial new era that we're entering into, where basically everything is um, uh, what's the term? You can swap everything out, essentially, right? You can swap your sex, you can swap your gender, you can, uh, you know, be tra- even transracial. We've seen to a certain extent of that, right? But the, they're trying to erode those barriers altogether by arguing, well, race doesn't even exist. Well, if race doesn't exist, how can you drive this anti-white agenda? There's so many, all, all these contradictions within yeah, it. Yeah. But it's, it's part yeah. of that trans agenda. I, tr- I truly believe that. It, it's it, it, That's really the next step of this. It, it's trying to get us to merge with uh, computers, with machines, with artificial intelligence. It's a way for them to actually control that environment entirely, whether it's virtual reality or augmented reality. They basically, as the meme goes, they want us... Uh, in a pod, eating bugs and submitting to to their uh, to their agenda. They want us genderless. They want us raceless. They want us sexless. They want us a, a complete perfect eunuch. <laughs> this new like global order that they're building. It's it's terrifying when you see what they're what they're trying to do, and the technology that they're now putting in place uh, to try to achieve that uh, vision. It's pretty crazy, actually. Yeah, absolutely. And underneath it all, I think it's really uh, a battle of good and evil. And regardless of what, uh, you know, our personal concepts concepts are of divinity, you know, whether we believe in one God or, or several gods, or whether we're uh, Christian or pagan or, you know, animist, those of us that, that uh, you know, love uh, nature and decency and goodness and wholesomeness, um, are being attacked because they want to supplant that. They want to, they want to take over everything that divinity, uh, you know, has provided us. They want to, us to be subservient to them and not to natural law, uh, not to you know a law of the universe of, of you know of, of being good people and being uh, you know under the, the laws of, of nature of, of natural law, doing no harm to anybody else. Uh, you know, and, and having the divine right of self-defense, uh, they want us to bow down to them in a genderless, sexless, uh, you know, uh, submission. And divinity has inspired me to stand up and be stronger. And I'm, I wouldn't label myself a Christian, although many of my, you know, friends are Christian, and I love the, the fact that they're stand-up, strong, 
you know, principled people. But whatever, whatever it is that we follow, if we follow something that is outside of the realm of technology and outside of the realm of these uh, would-be power elites, uh, that's a threat to them. And I think we need to embolden ourselves along those lines and, uh, and, and be stronger, better, more outspoken, decent people. And that's where the solution lies, uh, in, in my opinion. And uh, I'd love your thoughts on that because you know, we're not trying to convert people to our own ideas of divinity, but certainly there is something that transcends these, uh, these power-mad pedophile criminals and uh, you know we better we better get in touch with that through nature and through each other and through you know our our higher selves our better selves and be stronger and more outspoken you know be willing to not be the popular one to to say hey no you know um, you know we're not going to eat bugs and we're not going to bow down to this illegitimate authority. Oh, definitely, yeah. No, it's a, it's a war on nature. That's ultimately what it is. And we're part of nature. We're we're part of that uh, creation. I mean, uh, nature is really the I'm not sure, interface. I'm not sure that's the right word. But if people believe in something higher beyond nature, right? As you say, a, a divinity, something that's uh, spiritual or whatever. At least my argument is that the nature we see around us is a is ultimately kind of a reflection of that. It that is the creation that a, a, a higher consciousness or divinity has has made, even if that's uh, you know many different uh, properties or many different entities, or if it's one or whatever. I mean, we don't know that. These these are um, unknown, fascinating questions. But that, for some reason, seems to be a major problem to the elite that now is trying to run us and guide us and control us and, and and part of that i think is because it's like a there is an independence that you can achieve inside of what nature has has given us and offer us and so for us to be Bingo. on them as opposed to nature they basically have to disconnect us from that and say no you're you're you need to come to us right to to live to to survive essentially and and i mean it it reminds me of this other crazy story we saw, uh, I covered a while back, which um, has to do with the what they call natural asset classes. Uh, they're seeking actually to turn the ecosystem itself into a tradable asset class on the stock exchange. And so this has actually been introduced right now with the New York Stock Exchange, where they are uh, they're taking it's. I know it sounds weird, but processes in nature itself, like how a flower grows, or the genetic, um, essentially the genetic code of how something is achieved in nature, that they seek to copyright and 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 uh, you know own that and say that basically if if you want to use that or someone uses that, that could or we we alter it slightly and then we offer that as a service or as a product and people get, will have to pay license fees <laughs> to have these things running. And people even said this about the vaccine as kind of a joke initially, the COVID vaccine. They said that um, basically your immune system will be so compromised that you will develop a de dependency on these new mRNA technologies in and of itself. And people said jokingly that this is basically uh, a subscription service for your immune system. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not even yeah. sure it works. I don't even think it works. I don't. I don't even think that that is how it works. But as a, as a, um, as a, as a mind uh, experiment or as a concept to 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 think of or how to visualize this of what they're doing, that is actually a pretty good one. It's basically basically about saying, look, uh, you you need us to survive, and the very things that you depend on, uh, you need to come to us for. Uh, and, and that's what it's about. It's about to take take us away from those things, make sure that we're as dependent as it goes, and then they can change the rules at at any point with anything. It's it's. I mean, it's truly um, evil <laughs> what they're up to and and how they're seeking to pull this off and what they're doing. Uh, hopefully, they won't get there. Hopefully, people will will see through it. Hopefully, something will fall apart before then. Uh, maybe these transhumanist pipe dreams won't even actually ever manifest in the sense that they want to try to turn us into, you know, cyborgs or, uh, you know, genetically engineer us to such an ex extent that we won't even be recognizable as humans anymore. Uh, people are claiming that some of this technology works, but uh, I'm not so sure either. There was an Israeli study recently where they had uh, looked into CRISPR, which is one of these technologies where you basically can snip in and out genetic code and essentially change properties of, of living organisms. And the Israeli study claimed that um, 
those that have uh, done this or the experimentation with the, the CRISPR technology uh, leads to uh, runaway cancer, essentially. I'm not surprised hearing that at all. There, it's a, it's a, everything is nature, in nature is as it is for a reason. And when humans come in and try to alter that or change that or, quote unquote, improve those things, usually what happens is that we just ruin it. We might we might kind of claim to understand how some of these things work at, at least uh, partially, but we can never understand why they work. Right? We can we can maybe understand. Oh, here's the genetic code to uh, how a flower produces its uh, blue color in the petals or, or something like that. But we can we haven't been able to explain. But why does it do it? What what's the ba- what's the reason why it's doing that? Right? There's a whole other uh, metaphysical, if you will, layer to our existence. And these people that we're dealing with, they want nothing to do with that. They're pure materialists and they just think we they can... They want to control it. Yep, yep. Exactly. We can just fix it. You know? Absolutely. We'll, we'll uh, unpack that a little bit more on the other side on the White Rose Resistance Hour with my guest Henrik on RBN. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. While we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country, here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Extendivite testimonials on Amazon are very informative. Here's one. Rad. Consistent results when used for heart problems. This product has been a godsend for my father, who suffered a heart attack about two years ago. He was prescribed medications for his condition, which was so serious that if he hadn't made it to the hospital in time, he would have died but he hasn't been able to afford most of the medications. After researching alternatives, he tried Extendivite. While taking Extendivite, he has consistently lower blood pressure and experiences less angina. We are currently on our fifth bottle. I enthusiastically recommend this product, and I am grateful that it is available. To get your Extendivite today, go to Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Or call us at 1-877-928-8822. Extend your life with Extendivite. Meanwhile, back in the year one, when you belong to no you didn't stand a chance, son If your pants were undone Cause you were bred for humanity And sold to society One day you'll wake up 
in the present day A million generations removed from expectations of, of being who you really want to be Skating away, skating away, skating away on the thin ice of a new day all right, folks, welcome back. Welcome back to the, the final minutes here of show number 74 of the White Rose Resistance Hour with Stuart Howe and my guest, Henrik, of Red Ice Creations, Red Ice TV. Uh, before we went to break, Henrik and I are talking about how crazy it is, all the stuff these, uh, these would-be elite or uh, would-be rulers are rolling out uh, to uh, replace divinity with themselves, uh, to be in control uh, of everything on the planet. And uh, I think in the in the last couple of minutes here, uh, Henry, could you, you know, kind of wind us down with how you would uh, encourage people to just say no and not submit and to go ahead and speak up against this stuff and let's start uh, living in the remedy. Be brave. We have to uh, do what's right. We have to speak out. The re Part of the reason why we find ourselves in this situation is because people that went uh, before us, they didn't uh, speak up. They thought, I can just keep my head down. You know, I can just, just as long as I uh, obey, you know, I'll get al go along to get along. I'll be fine and stuff. But like, nope, not, not where we're going. I'll tell you that much. We're basically going to find ourselves in a very bad spot. And your children, if you have them as well, and their, their children and so forth, your grandkids are going to find themselves in a really bad spot if we don't uh, push back and fight back against where this is going so it's really up to all of us it's our responsibility essentially either you decide to take on that fight now or you leave it up to your kids or your grandkids to do that on your behalf and you know there's a lot of people that uh, criticize prior uh, you know generations and they go after you know boomers and so forth you know in this day and age uh, but the reality is it's it's all of us it's it's down it's up to all of us no one is going to come and save us no one's going to fix this for us it's up to us and that's kind of part of our learning curve really as well we basically have to learn to stand up for ourselves we have to become comfortable with becoming uncomfortable and doing things that might maybe at times even seem counterintuitive in the sense that people think if I just if I just shut up about it and go you know lay low it will basically uh, pass and, and and blow over but uh, no it doesn't this is about controlling everything and everybody and that includes you even if you're um, you know not don't feel roped into that or you're like well I don't care about uh, white people or something like that it was like okay well they're coming for you too just <laughs> just be sure that yeah. Fight back and 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 do the and turn these people uh, away, right? And 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 stop this. That they're going to come for for every aspect uh, of of our lives. So yes, we have to become uh, brave. We have to uh, speak up against it. We have to do what's right. We have to become role models. We have to live good lives. We have to. Um, uh, basically be an inspiration to other people it's not always about you doing activism and being hardcore in politics or something like that in some cases it's just yep. uh, down to uh, helping each other uh, and being a, a good person and speaking yeah. up exactly absolutely well thank you Henrik I'm going to let you go thank you very much everybody I encourage you to go to uh, to look at uh, Henrik and Lana's great work at Red Ice TV on BitChute and every place else you can find it that's another week for us folks uh Please join us again next week. Look forward to seeing you again. God willing and the river don't rise. Thank you very much. We're the ones we've been waiting for. So speak up and don't be subservient. God bless you. It's written you into the passion play. Skating away. Skating away. Skating away. On the thin ice of a new day. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. 
When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Truth.